Welcome to episode four of the We Healthy podcast. I'm Tracy Podolsky and I have COVID. So today I thought I would talk to you a little bit about viruses, about health and how I reflect on getting sick um, for the second time uh, with COVID and shed my experience. Now, remember, I am a physical therapist, but I'm not giving you medical advice. What I'm going to talk about today is my personal experience, as well as all of the research that I have done over the last three years. And it has helped me tremendously. And you can do all the research uh, yourself. I'm going to give you some resources today, or you can just listen and feel empowered because my, I always reflect back and with gratitude that all these small changes, all the research, uh, you know, little bits of information that I've collected, um, questions that I have asked and um, debates that I've had with Chris, my husband, over the last 10 years have brought me to a point where I feel I'm in a really healthy space when it comes to negative things. And before I just forced a smile and had a lot of negative thoughts, a lot of what ifs, a lot of worry, a lot of anxiety. And what I go through in a lot of my workshops are the, um, you know, the, your conscious and subconscious mind. So if you've already heard me talk about that, you know, that my conscious thoughts or our conscious thoughts are just creating our subconscious belief system. And so it's okay if you've spent most of your adult life worrying with anxiety, you can reverse it. That's what's so empowering, but you do need to consciously focus on um, changing your subconscious mind because we can't tap into subconscious, the subconscious part of our brains. We have to use our conscious brains to change our subconscious beliefs. So that's pretty, that's pretty exciting. So as I reflect back on um, how I'm feeling right now, I want to tell you a little bit about my experience. So um, way back, the first time I got COVID was early December, 2021. So it's a little over a year now, and I currently have my second round, which is very different. I know I have antibodies. I am curious. So I just tested them actually a couple of weeks ago and compared to immediately after having COVID, um, those antibodies uh, did go down, but stabilized. So we don't want to continue to mount more and more and more antibodies there are some downsides to that. Um, so I was very happy. And the way I look at getting COVID again is that the um, strains have changed and evolved so much, which is normal virus activity. Like when a new novel virus or any virus um, goes through the population, it typically gets typically gets more contagious, but less um, less severe with symptoms. Okay. So what I want to dispel, because I hear this a lot, is everyone is comparing 
symptoms, which is, you know, that's curiosity, but not only comparing symptoms, but they're comparing um, how well they did, you know, how severe. And we could go from having a little sniffle and being able to, or maybe not even having symptoms and uh, all the way to being hospitalized and, and even death. So why is there such a significant amount of variability? And I want to empower people to know that just because one, two, three of your friends had either mild COVID or very, very severe COVID does that is, has nothing to do with how your body is going to respond. So let's use this. I love analogies. So let's think about an analogy to why, like if we think about why people have such different responses to COVID. So I started thinking about this and I want to use the analogy of either think back to when you were in high school and you either maybe liked a sport or you played an instrument or maybe you were really good at video games or chess, uh, whatever. Pick out what you were really good at in high school. So for me, I was really good at the 400 meter hurdles. I was in track and I that was the hardest uh, event in track because you're not only sprinting the longest sprint, but you're also throwing in hurdles around the track. So I want you to think about what I was thinking about is that with the 400 meter hurdles, I needed to prepare for that. I needed to prepare my body for every race. And what that entailed was going to track practices every week and doing we did long distance running, we did stretching, we did practicing sprints, we actually practiced the 400 meter hurdles, we would practice 100 meter hurdles, we would practice our form, uh, we would make sure we had the right shoes, we would hydrate for the event. Now, I didn't know nearly as much as I know now, so I would have loved to know what I know now, so I could have even prepared my food um, differently during a meet. But that's, think about your activity, whether it is a sport or playing um, an instrument, you really need to prepare for the event, right? So whether it's a, a, a sports game or a meet or a concert. So the same thing is true when we get sick. So I know I'm comparing a beautiful thing to a not so beautiful thing, but it's the same thing. So if you think about getting sick, like right now I have COVID, this is the event, but for six plus years, I've been slowly changing my lifestyle and learning from every event, right? Whether it be an emergency event and how did my body respond to this emergency? Like even me, I fell down the stairs, just a few stairs last week and how I responded to my injury, right? So I don't know if this is my experience, but 10 years ago, I would just take for granted how my body would heal and I would just not do anything after I fell or when I would get sick, I would just get tissues and tea and I would watch um, TV for all day and I wouldn't really do anything else. I would just rest because I took for granted that my body would heal and it did. But the difference now is that yesterday when I woke up, um, I started to feel a little under the weather over the weekend, but then yesterday morning, which was Monday morning, I woke up 
and I started to have some congestion and I take treating my patients very seriously. A lot of my patients have multiple medical comorbidities. And so although me having COVID, I knew I'd be fine. uh, I was really testing for them. So I tested really not thinking it was COVID. I was just doing it just in case. And there it was positive as can be. And I thought, really, I just have a little bit of a sniffle. But yesterday throughout the day, it actually got worse. So, um, and then this morning, here I am Tuesday morning feeling probably, well, I would say if it was a, my symptoms were a two out of a 10 yesterday morning, they got to a six or seven last night, um, actually maybe late afternoon. And then I started to feel better this morning. Um, and now I'm probably down to a four. So it'll be interesting to see how the week goes through and I'll take note and reflect. But I want to explain to you the difference, the preparation that I've been doing uh, not even before the event. So we all need to look at our lives and saying, how are we uh, creating health? Remember, I, I did a podcast on what is healthy. Uh, right now, I'm not unhealthy. I'm fighting a virus that got through my innate immune system and my acquired immune system because I do have antibodies. So does that mean I'm going to beat myself up? Nope. But I will tell you, 10 years ago, when I used to get sick all the time, I would mentally be fatigued. It would probably take a week for me to recover. Um, You know, I wasn't really supporting my body during the event. And I absolutely was not preparing for the event. So preparing for the event looks at all the roots of the functional medicine tree. And I will go over this in detail, but just to summarize, in functional medicine, we look at the how and the why of illness. You know, why did this happen? And we try to look at all of the different, what we call nodes of the body. So there's different systems that we can categorize our symptoms in and and maybe why our body is breaking down. Um, So when we look at that, we have different nodes such as assimilation. So assimilation is going to include things like your digestion, how well you absorb nutrients in your gut, your microbiome, your uh, GI tract, and even your respiratory tract. That's called assimilation. Then you have defense and repair. So you've got your immune system, uh, how we uh, regulate our inflammatory process. You know, any right now I am going through an inflammatory process because I'm ill. When I fell down the stairs, I was going through an inflammatory process. But our bodies are not meant to be systemically inflamed chronically. That is um, an issue in this area. And then we also look at, you know, how well do we respond to infections? And again, a little bit of microbiome. Uh, then we look at our energy nodes. So how do we create energy? Basically, that's down to our mitochondrial function. Then we look at biotransformation and elimination. This is how well do we get rid of toxins and how well do we detoxify? That's all about our bowels, our bladder, um, our lungs, and our liver. And then we look at the communication node. This is my favorite node because it's all about hormone health. It's about our endocrine system, our neurotransmitters, uh, how our immune messengers get to different parts of our body and our cognition. Then we look at our transport mode, which is uh, node, 
which is our cardiovascular system and our lymphatic system. When I saw this on the functional medicine tree, I got so excited because as a lymphedema therapist for 20 years, nobody talks about the lymphatic system, but functional medicine practitioners do and understand its importance. And then finally, our structural integrity node. And that's how our cell membranes are all the way to our musculoskeletal system. So instead of looking at symptoms like stuffy nose, sore throat, um, let's see, uh, Crohn's disease, diverticulitis, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, fibroids, um, gosh, the, you know, the, the endless list of different uh, diagnoses. So illness or symptom, we, we put those illnesses and symptoms and we determine which node is off, which node is struggling. And in my experience, most of my patients have defense and repair node as the top node that's off, which is your immune system, how how chronically inflamed you are, infections, and, and your microbiome, so your gut health. And if you think about it, everything really does stem from the gut health. So what do we do then? So if we've looked at those areas, then we can more individualize our care. So this is where we're getting into um, how we prep for the event. How do we prep for um, the event of, we want to obviously reduce illness, reduce symptoms. So when you focus on the roots, which include sleep and relaxation, exercise and movement, nutrition, stress, and relationships. Yes, relationships can make you sick or make you well. So all of those things together, and that's very variable. These, um, all of these roots can change day to day, right? But if we're aware of them, here's my AAA acronym. If we're aware of our own roots and how we are putting our energy into that. So for example, just like I prepared for my track meet back in high school, or I prepared for a patient treatment, or I prepared for my birthing my children. The more effort you put into preparing for the event or preventing the event, the better you'll be at it, the better outcome you will have. So this is why every time someone says, oh, I had it worse, or I had it easier, I had it better. It's not even just about your individual individual genes and your lifestyle for as long as you've lived, especially within the last couple months. Um, it also has to do with, you know, just how you're going to support yourself once you do fall ill. So what Cole, what Chris and I have been looking at over the last two and a half years is the FLCCC. We love following the FLCCC Alliance. You can look it up. It's covid19criticalcare.com. And when you look that up, there is so much information on this site. Many doctors have been flooding this site, listening to the weekly updates on Wednesday night. They always have a weekly update. Um, they are all recorded, so you can go under news and webinars and look at all the different topics. They had one on with children. They have the most recent one 
um, on vaccines, they have all the different protocols that have evolved. It used to just be one protocol. Now they have, I'm only going to go through this quickly, the I prevent, which is what Chris and I and my kids follow. Um, it's how to prevent you being infected with COVID, flu, or RSV, because we do have an immune system. Uh, so some people are exposed and will not get infected. And that's because their innate immune system, which is all of their mucosal membranes um, and their acquired immune system. So whether they've already had COVID flu or RSV um, or any other type of antibodies that would that were acquired um, and that help prevent infection. Uh, so when we look at the I prevent protocol, that's going to give you some supplements and some basic, basic routines that you can do in order to prevent getting sick. Then the next one is I care. And there's an early COVID treatment, which we've been um, sharing and witnessing the great responses for two and a half years. You know, this has been here. Um I think it's a big step to now know that um, early treatment is always best. So whether you feel like you're going to get through it or not, um, well or not, you just um, want to support your body, right? Um, because there are unfortunately long-term uh, side effects from uh, COVID. So they also have an eye care RSV and flu treatment. Then they have the math and COVID hospital treatment. Now, this is not just for patients. This is for patients to bring to their doctors if they have not already been following this. Then you have the iRecover, which is long COVID treatment. And then they have iRecover post-vaccine treatment. So there's really no other group of doctors that I'm aware of that have put so much time and effort into looking at all the research and knowing what is literally going on at this point. So I don't look at it anymore because it really started to get me um, in a space because I'm an empath of um, depression. You know, I really felt for all of these people. And so I have to protect myself because I do have those strengths of empathy that can also go against me and my health. So that's really interesting. I stepped back where my husband, he's able to look at these things and it doesn't affect his health. So when I contracted COVID, we immediately just start, started the eye care uh, early COVID treatment. So what does that entail? So a lot of these things we were already doing, uh, for example, well, and I have to say I was not doing this because doTERRA, I usually use their mouthwash and they've been out of their mouthwash for months. So I ended up um, yesterday morning, I did a Target order. Let's just be grateful for home deliveries because I just went on my Target app. I got Listerine mouthwash, which is on the list. It's actually a specific mouthwash a few different brands that's going to be um, Scope, Act, Crest, or Listerine. Um, you want the eucalyptus, the menthol, the thymol. Uh, <clears throat> so that's the antiseptic antimicrobial mouthwash three times a day. But quite honestly, I've been doing it every couple hours. And then you want a nasal spray with 1% povidone iodine. Th this is so important and it's so simple. Mouthwash and nasal spray. The viruses that we come in contact with replicate within the nasopharynx. 
So whether your symptoms are body aches, nausea, headaches, congestion, cough, the the actual virus is replicating in your in your throat and in your nose. So by using these antiseptic sprays, you're literally stopping the replication. So that in conjunction with ivermectin and or hydrochloroquine is on this um, protocol. And those are the first line therapies. When you look at the others like quercetin, uh, honey, melatonin, turmeric, zinc, uh, baby aspirin, unless uh, contraindicated, uh, I just like the turmeric, uh, kefir and or other probiotics. Here's that gut health, vitamin C, and a home pulse oximeter. So that's the protocol. And you may say, what is that going to do? But I'm telling you, from all of the years that I've been doing this, it is so interesting. If you get your, um, if you get your blood work done, I highly recommend that you ask your doctor, talk to the doctor about this, see if they can measure what are your vitamin D levels. Um, vitamin D is one of the most common deficiencies in America, but yet vitamin D has so much research on fighting infection and, 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 um, illness. So I was looking back to when I had Cole as a, as a mom who was pregnant, my vitamin D levels were in the low thirties, which it should be anywhere between 50 to 60, all the way up to a hundred, but 50, 60 is like low. Like that's the lowest I want mine to be. So right now mine is 54 with a supplement. So when you think about it, why did I get sick so often as a kid or as a young adult? My vitamin D levels were probably low. So that's a very simple supplement, inexpensive supplement to um, add to your protocol uh, on a regular basis. That's how we prepare. That's like running um, long distance or practicing my form on the uh, hurdles or getting the right shoes. It's just being prepared. And I really highly recommend uh, that you look at this protocol. So, you know, COVID is in our lives now. We're going to get COVID. COVID is not going away. It never was, but they're finally talking about how it is now an endemic. So be prepared because why do you want, I even last time when I got COVID for the first time, I had some PTSD. I really went through a lot of depression right afterwards. And it was because of all of the fears that I had initially in 2020, when all of us were locked in and what the fear really did to my subconscious brain. And I had to work through that because I wasn't really sure why I was fearful. You know, I, I knew that I had the tools, I felt confident, but I had this issue with feeling like I was not going to do well. And then every time a patient or a family member got COVID. So this is the first time that, um, well, I would say the last few months, it's gotten better. Why? Because I'm preparing myself. I'm surrounding myself around people like FLCCC, people in the functional medicine community, patients and family members who want to be healthy. And that continues to feed my subconscious beliefs that we're okay, we're going to do well. But if you surround yourself around the news 
and all of the fear mongering that goes outside of um, your home, it's it can be so detrimental to your health because you're introducing that relationship within your daily activities. And like I said, one of the roots of the functional medicine tree are relationships. So it's your relationship even with yourself and who you invite into your daily world, not just people, but even people on the news. Okay. So I love surrounding myself around positive people who have solutions. So not the ones that are going to constantly be worried because I have a big tendency to revert back to my anxieties and my depression over, um, over illness and over not being well and the what ifs. So beyond the FLCCC protocol and these um, supplements and just the basic Listerine mouthwash and even the Neil Med saline solution would be great if you can't get the um, the pro provadone. I always say, say it as provolone. Uh, the the povidone iodine solution. So if you have all of this as a kit, all ready to go, I, and you can even start taking the supplements. Talk to your doctor about testing some of these critical vitamins in your blood work in order to determine whether or not um, you're low so that you can build yourself up to prepare for the event. Um, Some other second line therapies are um, the vitamin D, B complex vitamins, and they're super critical for my family because uh, we have that in our genes. So vitamin B12 and folate are supplements that we are going to be on because it's just something that we're at high risk to have issues with either absorbing or having enough of in our bodies. And that's a critical uh, vitamin. And then you also have uh, NAC, N-acetylcysteine. So NAC is a really critical supplement in order to help your immune system. And then lastly, omega-3 fatty acids. So if you're not eating fish, avocado, nuts, and seeds on a daily basis, you should look into, and another piece of blood work you can ask for is your omega uh, three to six ratio. So omega sixes are highly inflammatory. They're in a lot of our processed foods, such as um, all our boxed bagged foods. It's, it are, it's all of our vegetable oils, such as canola oil, vegetable oil, safflower oil. They're all uh, highly inflammatory. But when we have enough omega-3s and the ratio is good, um, we don't have to be concerned. But let's say you're eating a lot of processed foods and not eating any fish, avocado, nuts, or seeds. You're going to be one of those ones in systemic inflammation. So just that itself can cause you to have a worse outcome, um, even within your own home and your own family, you could be worse off than someone else in your home getting sick. So look at your omega-3 fatty acids. Um, Use a a supplement. I use the doTERRA lifelong vitality supplements, as well as um, Nordic Naturals is the one that I prefer. Um, But there are a ton of real quality supplements on um, I use Fullscript uh, as my dispensary, so I know that they're quality supplements um, because you also want to make sure that they're bioavailable. So we can do a whole podcast just on the um, the bioavailability of different supplements and how do we know. 
And then lastly, I lean on my oils. My steam cup has been such an amazing tool for congestion. So I use doTERRA essential oils and I put my oregano and my tea tree, peppermint and lemon, two drops of each in a nice boiling, uh, boiling cup of water. And I just put it underneath my chin and just inhale for five minutes. The oregano part is very tingly. Uh, it's highly antibacterial and antiviral. So as you inhale that, it really helps um, decongest the nose, but it also helps support um, your body as you're going through all of this. Uh, and then I'm also using On Guard a lot. On Guard is on the bottoms of my feet. In my diffuser, I'm using oregano and On Guard. I've even pulled out time. There was some research that I saw initially on time. And I remember the last time I had COVID, I wanted to use time, but it was kind of, I don't want to say too late. I did introduce it once I got a cough. I do not have a cough really right now, but I, I've been using time over top of my lungs, diluted. Time is a hot oil. So I have to dilute that with coconut oil. And I use that, um, intermittently, I would say twice a day, but the diffuser is going off, you know, it's on in the room that I'm in. Another great staple that I use is breathe, which is our respiratory blend. I've been putting that over my nose as well as digest Zen over top of my nose to help with the um, congestion. So I would say as soon as I started implementing I started taking the ivermectin yesterday morning. I take one dose and I took the second dose this morning. I'll take that for five days. And as soon as I started implementing the mouthwash and the nasal spray, my gosh, just the feeling feels so much better. I don't have that pressure behind my nose and my eyes. And so I reflect back. I mean, everyone is going to go through this differently. But if you pause and create awareness, remember, your body is trying to tell you something. Your body is always giving you little signs to say, I need support here, right? Uh, but if I went out without any training, with, uh, with um, just regular sandals on and never conditioned myself to run that 400 meter race, the hurdles, if I did that, and at the end of that race, the side effects from all of maybe the injuries, the soreness, the mental fatigue, the mental emotions, the physical blisters, you name it. That's why a lot of people are suffering even more than someone else. Because yes, it has to do with age. As we age, um, and we're not taking care of ourselves. See, that's the difference. I want to live to 150 Why? and people laugh at me, but when we know how to prepare our bodies and take care of them and be healthy, it's possible in, in today's day and age, because our medical conventional medicine has improved, but we're overusing it for symptoms that are not being addressed at the root cause. So if we can prepare our bodies as best as we can, and it doesn't have to seem overwhelming. For example, today we're talking about COVID. So go on 
COVID19criticalcare.com, click on protocols, and just print it out. Print it out and highlight some of the things that you might be able to bring into your home to boost your immune system and start taking them. Reach out to me. doTERRA has so many amazing supplements that can support you, support your body, and they're all very high quality. And then you can get your oils for free. (laughs) So look at this protocol, feel prepared, get these things in your home when you're not ill. Because I think we can all relate when you become ill, you're just not wanting to even go on the Target app and order something. You just want to have everything right there at your fingertips. So I am excited to continue to nurse my body back to health. And then at the end, when I feel 100%, I'm going to jot some things down because it will help me in the future, not just for COVID, but for anything else that I encounter. And it also helps me be a better mom to my kids because I'm modeling to them. Like they know to reach for the the protein shakes and the water. And, you know, when everyone's sick in the house, well, actually not everyone's sick, it's just me and Noah. So Cole and Chris are doing their job to boost their immune system even more so that they can prevent infection. So I'm praying for that. And I hope for that. And I want to thank you for listening in to another episode of We Healthy.